Welcome back to the podcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. You just sounded a lot louder than when we were talking before. Hmm. <laughs> it like, you're like, and I'm Jeff. I did lean in a little <laughs> okay. bit on that one. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm trying to seduce me over extra, here. <laughs> give it a little extra heat. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we're, uh, we're going to be talking about Two bands today, one being Currents and the other being Veil of Maya. Currents is the death we seek and Veil of Maya is mother. Or other, depending on how you treat brackets. Yeah. It's always goofy. I, in the brackets, other. Yeah. I I love when bands do that. I, I know we're, we're going to start with Currents, but like having that whole like bracket concept there's a, I think it's In Flames has a song called Friends, but then the R's in brackets. So it's also Fiends. Mm. And uh, just with like the concept of the song and like what they talk about, it's very fitting. Kind of like those two, like back complimenting friends, like the two-faced friends. So mm-hmm. it kind of has that. It, it adds that cool effect when you're able to do that with words of a song and mix it with like the theme of the, the song itself. Quick tangent there. There's a, there's a, a band called, um, is it neutral milk hotel? What? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if this is the band I'm thinking of, but no, 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 no. I think it's giraffes, giraffes. Yeah. Look, type in giraffes, giraffes. And there's a song on there. It's like a nine minute song, almost 10 minutes. And it has a bunch of brackets. And it's one of those things where you have to like, there's like multiple brackets in the song and like slashes. I am she, him, her, as you am, she, am, her, as you are me and we am, I and I are all together our <laughs> is there more i don't know oh all together our oh, wait. and i and i are all together our collective consciousness yeah that's a mouthful yeah, yeah i don't i don't know how to read that yeah anyway <laughs> i that, that made me think of that but yeah i guess i'm indifferent about that Okay. I think I think for male, male, Veil of Maya, Maya's purposes, I think it is um, Mother. Yeah. Because they have a song, Mother Mother Part 4, even though there's no Part 1 or through 3 yet. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so we're going to be starting off with uh, Currents. What did you think of these guys? Are they new for you? Mm, no, I, I think of the name of the song. I actually saw these guys in concert not too long ago. Mm. I have three longs, three like songs by them, two from an earlier album, uh, one being Better Days and the other one being Kill the Ache. So I've I've heard of these guys before. I I should say from their last album. I know they have another album, another t- two albums by the looks of it, and I haven't dove into those at all. Um, I think they're pretty solid. I have nice kind of 
easy, easy listening style, I would say for me, at least not too, not too heavy, but they can get heavy with, but also keep it light and just pleasant. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like filthy heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I never, they didn't really give me any stank face, which isn't a bad thing. It's just that it was more of a, if I'm in the mood to just kind of chill and listen and I don't want to be, I don't want like facial distortion, this would be a good band to listen to. <laughs> you don't want to work out your face muscles. Yeah, today. I think they have a good range. They they can do clean vocals really well and they can get down and get down and dirty. Yeah, I uh I agree on that one. Um this is my first Currents album. I think I've come across the band before in the past but never really gave any anything a chance. And this one seemed to be really hyped on some of the Facebook pages that I, that I follow and listened. I definitely listened to the, they had like out of the 10 songs, they had like four singles that came out, which is kind of a lot. And I, I, and I, and I did listen to all four when they came out, um, not over and over again, because I wanted to put it within the context of the album. Mm -hmm. But for my first album of, of them, I, I really liked it. Like you said, they, they have a pretty good range of being able to be heavy, but they have like a lighter, the music that it doesn't, it's, it's like lighter within context of their genre yeah, with like some like clean guitar and singing and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't really get like light in, in the sense of like, like poppiness or anything like that. Like the veil of Maya kind of did sometimes. I think yeah, they don't they don't really seem like limited in in what how far they can push a song, although I think the song structure may have been a, maybe a little bit too predictable, I think. They kind of seem like they repeated it was, it was almost like every song was kind of, you know, beginning, first chorus, first chorus. Um it seems like not not that I have a problem with that in general it's just that i think that these guys could have maybe expanded on the they have the type they're the type of band that could probably push those boundaries a bit and uh maybe change things up a little bit without it without it feeling weird and i and there was a note that i made that it seems like listening on headphones it might sound weird for me to say this but like turning it up turning up the music in the headphones you can really hear a lot of detail Mm-hmm. like instead of just like listening in your car or something where it's just kind of in the air, right? It seemed like if you put headphones on where it's really close to your ears, it just seemed there was like, I, I was just picking up on not, not like hidden things that the band was doing, but just like production wise, it seemed really like crispy, which, which was, which I really liked. And I also think that they have a lot of passion and mood kind of like silent planet um maybe not as like poetic lyrically yeah. but like the atmosphere that silent planet gives you i kind of got that that like kind of like larger than life um feeling from this album yeah there was one thing i noticed kind of touching up on what you said with the difference between listening between your car and a set of headphones 
was drastic because I, I listened to it in the car and I, I, I kind of was had this feeling. I was like, this is good. Good car listening music. Just you don't get too lost in the music where it's dangerous for you to drive, but it's <laughs> like you get, like well, yeah, you I just like get into it. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it like, it seemed kind of um, not necessarily one note, but maybe like two dimensional kind of, in a sense, there wasn't too much depth in the car. But then mm. when I put the headphones on, there was a lot of layers, just real subtle, uh, sounds and layers that I could, you could pick up and it was just ever so it added that third dimension that you're missing kind of like that crispiness that you were talking about. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, what's funny is like when I was reading some of this stuff online from other people who were hyped about it, they were saying that they didn't really like the production on this one as much as like the other two albums. So I don't really have anything to compare it to whether to say yes or no on that. But I, I mean, I really like the production, but a lot of people, a lot of other people were saying like, it was like kind of muddy or something muddy compared to like their previous releases. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't fully understand it, but it felt fine to me. Um, they, okay. So for example, like better days is one is a song that I, I had liked. It's a lot more, I'm listening to it right now as I'm trying to explain the difference. Uh, a little bit more melodic. They seem to kind of do that. Uh, like they, they do a lot of, uh, in when I was in band, was it called like slurring where you just, you like, you didn't like do the individual notes. You just kind of like went, you know, you just kind of went through the notes without, I played trumpet, so we like you have to tongue the notes for each individual notes unless there was that little swoop underneath everything. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I played trumpet too, so I know okay. What you're talking about. Okay, yeah, so they you have that like the it wasn't like do do do. So they do a lot more of that. It seems like, and I'm not necessarily getting that this was more muddy. Oh, you know what? The guitar tone yeah, changes. That's what it is. It's, which I like. I I like both. Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say that this is like swampy guitar like we've talked about before. I'd say that this is like Rice Krispies Crunch. Like there, there's a lot of like bite to it. it at least like within like the death we seek, that intro like just... Has yeah, it's kind of like crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the older stuff does, I would say, compared looking back, definitely does sound cl- like like it has like a cleaner sound, but the but the new stuff doesn't sound muddy to me. It just sounds like kind of just grittier or something, crunchier, grittier. Yeah, it it it's just a different tone. I wouldn't say because muddy in my in my head makes me feel like you're not experiencing the full depth and it's all claggy, you know, Mm -hmm. you're you're just, everything kind of sounds muddled together and you can't pull out the different distinct sounds. Whereas 
I think what it is, I think they just changed their tone a little bit. And yeah, it sounds different, but I, I wouldn't say it's muddy at all. Yeah. I th- I feel like it's actually pretty crisp. A little crunchy. Yes. Especially when, especially when they're doing those like real like heavy chuggy chords, that's when it really shines. Cause like they do kind of like the riffy things and yeah, it's like you can, you can tell, but like it really stands out when they do the really heavy, like palm muted stuff. Yeah. I think, I think it adds pretty good, pretty good depth to it. So I I don't, yeah. I would disagree with people saying that it's muddy. Me too. Not everybody is correct on the internet. No. <laughs> also, also, everybody hears things a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah. wanted to add that not, even though there were times where they they felt like, I felt like they used similar song structure, Not I put not a single song felt underwhelming. They all felt really f- fully fleshed out. Like I never, there wasn't a song on the album where I was like, Ugh, they didn't try very hard on that one. You know, like, yeah, they all put a lot of attention and detail into, into like every minute, which seems like they have been doing their entire career because it just seems like one of those bands that it's not like, oh, their first album was okay. And then, then they get better and better. It seems like they were really good from the beginning just from other people's opinions yeah, and, and just the plays. I mean, they have over a million monthly listeners on Spotify, which I'm, I didn't even notice until now, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say overall good, good experience for my first, first time. Where are these guys from? I think they're just about to check. I think, are they from Australia? Or if you look on the side, it it shows Sydney, Australia, Melbourne, Australia, London. It's an American metalcore band from Connecticut. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. They have a lot of Australian listeners. Yeah. I, I had, they do a lot of touring over there because I, I think I've seen them on like this, like, with uh, Thy Art is Murder, I think, because they were over, or I mean, they, Thy Art is Murder is from Australia. Uh, I think they were touring with them over in Australia. So I think that it's one of those bands that kind of found, kind of like how Seven Dust and Nonpoint tour together a lot. I think they found a couple bands that they stick with. I'm not, I'm just kind of speculating at this point, but because I think I've seen them, I've seen Currents with a bunch of, with the same bands a couple times on their like websites for tours and stuff like that. So I think it might just be a little bit of, they found kind of a, a group to hang out with and it just, with that, they kind of get some international plays. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much just on the band that all I have. I, with with this kind of being a band where it felt a little more easygoing for me at least. And, um, I didn't necessarily have too many like favorites that I liked. I enjoyed the whole album. I felt like it was a really solid album. I listened to it front, front to back each time I listened to it. 
Yeah, same here. Yeah, just to add real quick is that, yeah, whenever I listened to it, it wasn't like I, I clicked on one song that I wanted to listen to. I, every time I, I put them on, I always, from beginning to end. Yeah. But like, so I just have like a couple uh, just timestamps on a couple mm-hmm. different songs. That's about all I all I have to say. Okay. Uh, the first one being kind of talking about how the, I liked how they layered the songs in Unfamiliar Track 3 at 3.20, I believe it is. So even like a little bit before that. So 3.15, just the the vocal layering at that point. There's like clean vocals, heavy vocals. And it almost feels like they there's like a give and take where sometimes the screaming comes into the foreground and the singing goes in the background and then they seamlessly switch back from into singing in the foreground, screaming in the background. Uh, and it seems really fluid the way they were able to kind of just layer that and switch in between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was unfamiliar. The track five over and over. I really enjoy this intro. Just one of those nice soft intros and I think I think it just out of nowhere just kind of hits yeah so you have this nice clean guitar and then all of a sudden at 12 seconds I think it is it just gets chuggy um, it's like chuggy and techie yeah yeah it's it's and the, it and they're still carrying that clean guitar through in the background so more layering oh yeah I didn't notice that yeah um, so I, just another like example of just the, the, the layering. One thing I did think that was interesting. I think it's two, is that two forty five? I believe I have in my timestamps. Uh, they go from this heavy chug into like a rain. I think I had to turn the volume up, but. I can't tell if it's static or like rainfall. Uh, so there's like that clean guitar. And then behind that, there's, it sounds almost to me like rainfall, but it could now listening again, it could just be like a, like you're playing a record and you get that little bit of static sound in it. Mm-hmm. So it, it almost sounds like they added a little bit of what that'd be analog sound where you get that nice little static. Like crackle. Yeah. A little crackle. Uh, so I thought that was just an interesting thing that they did. And then track nine, remember me. Does this intro, and it almost was like a Mandela effect because I went back to try and find the song I was thinking of. And maybe I was just thinking of it the wrong band. But this intro reminded me of Amberglow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I, right. I was like, I, I enjoyed the mood all like the overall mood I enjoyed. I was like, geez, this sounds like, like Amber glow, something that Amber glow would write. And I was almost waiting for like that, that rappy, uh, spoken poetry to just like kick in, mm-hmm. uh, which honestly I think would be a pretty cool, uh, collab. Oh man. That'd Especially, be so, that'd be right? so cool. Cause I, 
the fact that Currents can write something like this, and this is kind of the sound that Amber Glow sticks with, to then mesh like the currents, then you put in like their choruses and the guitar style, I think would would be really cool with Amber Glow's like spoken poetry esque style. Yeah, there were I don't know if I don't know if it was Remember Me, but there were it, 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 Remember Me sounds familiar. Like I had a thought when I was driving that like you said, there was a part where they could have done the spoken poetry, or I had a I had a quick thought that, you know, like a Lincoln Park type of rap could have fit well. Yeah. Like, like during that first verse on Remember Me, like at, it's like 45, right? Like he's singing like the whole time. But I just heard in my head, like Linkin Park type words being spoken either like in the gaps of when he stops or kind of in the background to like reiterate whatever words he said already. I yeah, think that, that, that could have been like, like old school Linkin Park. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. And since we're right there, I really like the guitar when it comes in at 107. Like that techie. Just. They don't have to catch it. Yeah, they have a good. They, like that part. They have a good. They have a good balance of like being techie, but making it like catchy at the same time. Yeah, you don't not, feel out of place. Because I know sometimes when I listen to like techie music, like math chord type stuff, I'm just like, this is good, but. I can't like get into it. This is, I think is a good example of, you know, being just mathy enough to like be intrigued, but then also have enough rhythm to kind of be like, I can get into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ma- math, mathy stuff can just be kind of aimless sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of the time it's chaotic <laughs> and aimless. It's not, it's not really, melodic but yeah these guys i think these guys have a good balance of like being like simplistic and then going into something kind of techie for a second and then going back and without it feeling like it doesn't fit yeah i agree with that yeah and you and you covered two of the three songs that i were were favorites of mine oh cool unfamiliar yeah no timestamps on that one but i put What's funny is that the melody in the chorus is familiar to me, even though the song is called unfamiliar. <laughs> so that was kind of ironic. Like when he says un- unfamiliar in the chorus, like 110. 110. That was that the way he said unfamiliar sounded like some other band that I like. And like I've heard that melodic note before, like the way that he he reached it. And I can't put my, I, I haven't been able to put my finger on it. So I don't know, maybe that'll pop up in my memory at some point. Living in Tragedy. I really like the breakdown at 231 when he says destruction of the gods. And then there's like a break before it. So that kind of, em- not, not empty, but like like maybe start you know, like 220, you get kind of a good idea of it. Mm-hmm that kind of like electronic synthy thing that's going on. 
Yeah. And then like when that of all the of of all the spots in the album where I could have gotten stink face and kind of did was like was that 231 when that breakdown hits. Yeah. And then 243 is when he says destruction of the gods. That the way he delivered that in that space was awesome. Yeah. And then the last one was over and over also. I put great intro, like you said, Mm -hmm. clean guitar, and then the the riff is cool. And then I like at 118 how the drum pattern changes. So it's it's kind of, it's like from 110, it's got that like, and then, then the drum pattern slows down. It, yeah, it goes from like a gallop to just like a nice like beat, you know, just a mm-hmm. yeah. It's 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 what like just over time. I'm I'm appreciating drums more and more. Yeah, how how much like a drum pattern like that can just change the the feel of a song? Because mm-hmm. if they had kept it fast like that, you know, wouldn't it wouldn't have as much of an impact? But when they slow it down like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can really change your uh, the way you perceive it. That that like, dude, dude, that that he's doing like that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like anxious, and then it it kind of mellow it mellows it out, kind of gives you a little bit less like of anxiety feel, a little bit more comforting. Before they do that breakdown at one thirty, where they're just like, <laughs> dri- you know, driving in the guitar there. <laughs> but the the on- yeah. the only other timestamp that I had was uh, vengeance at two thirty five. I said it sounds like a like a hard you know like a hardcore genre. It sounds like a or two thirty. Almost sounds like acacia strain or something. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. This was this was another song I had a timestamp for at three minutes. Just the layering of the the sound. You got that what chimey sound, which is the oh yeah yeah thick guitar. I was digging it. I don't think this one has any singing in it either. No, I think it was pretty heavy. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of like that. I like that they broke it up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have a pretty good variety between just like dirty vocals and you know clean, and then maybe just like a straight filth, and then remember me. I think is a little bit lighter in the sense of vocals wise also but no i i i like this album it's pretty good yeah i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it an eight and a half eight and a half any particular reason just because solid writing i like how much depth it had i like them the uh melody of the singing they have a good balance between 
some techie parts, but without overdoing it, which satisfies my, uh, I like your math. I like tech. Yeah. My math, my math brain, but also like, you know, kind of like, like with vengeance, what I just mentioned, like some of those really just gritty, low tuned chords that they're just trying to get their aggression out. I think yeah. it says a wide spectrum of things to like around the board. So what about you? I'm going to go with like a solid eight. I, I think I ended up liking it more after I listened to it with heads headphones on compared to just in the car. Okay. In the car, like I said, it kind of felt two dimensional. Like there wasn't much depth. Uh, like it had solid, you could clearly make out like the, the lyrics and the, the sound, the song structure, I, I could say, but I felt like I was, something was missing. And once I got the headphones involved, it, there was like that depth and layering and it's added like that technicality and, uh, just, I think a little bit more emotion to the, the whole album. So I don't know how that could be fixed. Maybe I need to adjust the settings in my car a little bit, but. You're like, oh shit, all the low ends gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's pretty solid. Also, I really like the artwork. It has that whole pastel-y, acrylic, yes. doomy artwork. Did you just say doom in my presence? <laughs> Not doom metal, <laughs> just doomy. I just kidding. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, I like. I like. I like it too. Yeah. All right, Veil Maya, um, Mother. Seems like this album took forever to come out because they because like we did we did a re- reaction to Synthwave Vegan Last year. Yeah, a year ago. So I've been kind of waiting on this one. Um, just seems like there was just got so much publicity and. Yeah, it seems like it took forever. Truthfully, I th- I think I kind of like older Veil of Maya okay. more. Specifically, their, their album um, Id and the one after that, Eclipse. I think I like them more before they incorporated the singing. I do like the singing and, and, and overall as a, you know, totality of Veil of Maya, I really enjoy them. Although I think over the years, progressively, I think they may have lost a little bit of their originality. I can still hear some like classic Veil of Maya type of uh, sounds and riffs and alarm clock things that they do. I, but I, I, I kind of like you said with Currents, it was like, it was nice to listen to, but... I found myself not really like studying, paying attention in like in depth. It didn't really make me study it a lot. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, this, I almost forgot to listen to Currents because of this album. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, and it might be that this is my, I've, I've heard of Mail, Vela Maya. I, do I have any other like songs by them from older stuff? Probably Mikasa. Mm, I've heard you of sent Mi- me that one before. 
I've heard of it. I don't know if I, I don't have it like, but I, I remember that that name. Yeah, so I don't I don't really have a reference of too much of what they sounded like before. Okay. And I feel like I guess maybe not as the extreme as my scenario is, but kind of like how when we listen to Motionless's new album and they like drastically changed their sound and it felt like it wasn't the same band. Mm -hmm. Whereas like technically, I guess the music isn't bad, but because you're kind of expecting this sound or, you know, some of the same stuff um, and you're not getting that same feeling. uh, I get how it might sour the, the album for you, I guess a little bit, but yeah. And, and, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't shocked by the sound I would say, yeah. cause I knew that this was, this is kind of the direction that they've been in for at, like at least seven or eight years now. Okay. But, um, yeah, I just, I just, me personally, I kind of prefer their older, their older sound. Gotcha. Although I do, I still do really like, I still really, st- still do really like this, this direction that they, that they're in. Yeah. So like not as drastic as my feeling towards motionless, but correct probably like kind of the same esque effect. Whereas me coming in fairly fresh, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I felt like it had, um, I liked the singing. I thought it was really cool. And the, one of the biggest things that I really enjoyed is the use of their like strumming patterns and palm mutes. It, it was, really choppy yeah but yet everything but everything seemed to kind of flow together like it it didn't seem like it was just a bunch of random just choppiness put together it's like it just kind of all melted together in one choppy mess i guess i don't know how (laughs) else to phrase it but it i i thought it, it it was nice it had a good flow to it yeah, it didn't it didn't seem like choppy for choppy's sake. It was it it that was just kind of their kind of the the guitarist's name is Mark. Okay. Um that's just yeah, that just kind of seems like his that's his style. Okay. And I think he's really kind of like leaning into it on this one. Yeah, I think it sounds great. I remember especially for Synthwave Vegan, I remember uh, I remember commenting on that back when we did the video last year. Yeah. Uh, commenting that this, that was, that one felt the choppiest of all of them to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you covered this already. Maybe I blinked out for a second. So like, <laughs> what, what was the, like, what was the thing that you liked the most about it? Like since as coming in kind of like a fresh listen, was it like, I, I, like what I, was it that really made you? The guitars, s- honestly, I think was, yeah. it was, it was the the sporadicness of it, but yet the un- uniformity. Like it, it was choppy, but fit. So it, it, it was just like, an, I, I haven't heard many bands do what they're doing. And then, like I said, I also liked the, just like the clean vocals I felt were very fitting where they belonged. 
it didn't feel overdone or like they were trying to push one way or another. It just was whatever they were in the mood for, that's what they did and it fit. Hmm. It just, it kind of felt cohesive. The whole thing just felt cohesive. Yeah, if you told me back when I, back in the, back in the day that that Veil of Maya would incorporate singing into their music, I, I would be like, how? I Because <laughs> like it is a really drastic change from their earlier sound because they changed vocalists like this isn't back the back when I back in the stuff that I prefer to listen to is a different vocalist. OK. Um. So then when they changed like, you know, obviously this, this guy can sing. So, yeah. Yeah. If you had told me, a, you know, a decade ago that that they would that that would be kind of like a core central. I'd be like, how? I don't know how they would have done it, but, but yeah, I mean, they pulled it off. So, but yeah, like when I, you know, there, there were a few times where I was, I was laying there. Like I remember listening to it because the pool just opened up at my apartment, listening to the whole, you know, listening to the whole album by the pool. It was, it was really nice to just kind of like chill out to. Yeah. 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 I, uh, there's a, a song on this album that kind of like inspired a new uh, tattoo idea for me. Oh. Yeah. Which one? I think it was Red Fur. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. Yeah, that, I really liked it. But there's a part where he says, when the panic starts to die, that's when everything's all right. It. So I've been really into like the, what was it? Fit for an Autopsy, Chelsea Grin, even Current's album artwork where it's like that dark fantasy, pastel, maybe acrylic painting style, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, the animated Hercules movie, right? Yeah. Okay. You, you remember Panic from, from there, the blue guy? No, it's been so long. Okay, look up a picture of Panic. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, that guy. He was like one of the one of Hades' demons that like was trying to get Herc." Uh, anyways, so oh, like the horn, the little thin horned guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I want Hades holding Panic's head decapitated or some way but in that dark fantasy pastelli acrylic art style and not have it be like a direct representation of those two characters but more of like a silhouette or a, something not necessarily a silhouette but more of like a nod to but not necessarily a direct um depiction of that'd be cool yeah where would you put it? Uh, probably my rib cage. Ooh. Yeah. Would it be big? Uh, probably. Probably. I feel like to get the detail, to make it look like it was painted on, it would have to be big or else you're not, I don't think you're going to get like the, the brush strokes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What if your ribs are out of place though? <sighs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Red Fur was one of my other was one of my favorites off of it. 
that this was one that I had, what, one, two, three, four, five, five, I have five songs that I just like have notes on, I guess, but it's only like only a few notes, just picking out the good stuff. Minus that chorus at 140. Actually, I think that is right about, yeah. So it's that breakdown. So at 140, it has like that soft, like filler sound to it. Or just like that tech, techno y, just kind of sound. And mm-hmm. it slowly builds. Uh, through that when panic starts to die, that's when everything's going to be all right. The music in the background just kind of builds. And then at 208, which is disgusting. This was like pure stank face for me. I just was like, ugh. I loved it. Yeah, there's a, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but there's a guy who started a band called Buried Alive. Yes. You know that guy? Yep. Oh, yep. that, that, like the weird, you've seen his guitar videos on Instagram? E, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Very stuttery. Just. He's got a button on his guitar that like, did it, did it, did like chops it up like that. Yeah. Just awesome. I wonder if he has any, I wonder if he has any, uh, inspiration from Mark Vale of Maya, that choppy. I see all of his like stuff is like choppy like that too. But yeah. Yeah. I read for. I put, I like the choppy breakdown at 50 seconds. We should have a choppy word counter. <laughs> On how much we said choppy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds kind of similar to the one that you pointed out. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit tamer, but good nonetheless. And I just love, I love the chorus in this song. And it kind of, it kind of reminds me of like a North Lane song. You know how like North Lane has their updated sound? Yeah. Sounds different nowadays. Um, kind of gave me like North Lane vibes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the chorus at one thirty. just like it's his singing is great. I like how, how do I put this? I like how the guitar is just choppy and chaotic, honestly. And then he's just going to like sing on top of that, but just be like smooth as butter like just holding out notes and like it's it's very it's drastically different from the sound of the guitar. Mhm. I like it. But yeah, that was that was one of mine. What do you have another one? Uh I had one other one. Okay. I had I liked I really liked uh Death Runner. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. 40 seconds cool groove I put. So let me click that back up. Oh, yeah. That's one it's of those, a little stink like, facey. Yeah. In the background layer yeah thing they got going on oh there was one thing with death runner the Mm -hmm. intro i think he starts off with like a low scream and then out of nowhere there's just like this high-pitched scream and yeah at like 15 seconds or so Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's like, you're hanging by a thread and it's all low. And then, like, while you're on the front steps catching lead of catching lead, it just, it it took me by surprise because I think that's the only time that you really hear that real nasally 
uh, scream from him. Yeah, I don't. I can't yeah, pull it out of any other song, like off the top of my head. Yeah, I would have liked to hear more of that. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting. And then at one fifty, yeah. So you can go back to like one forty-five. He says, first descendants. And there's just like this. There is that, like, there's like a in like the background, but there's also just a void of sound that it it gave me the chills. Yeah, they they didn't they chose they chose not to put any background in there when it first starts. Yeah, and it's just ooh, like it. It almost makes you feel like alone, <laughs> like just just like a a drift at sea, just that loneliness of just nothing. I like it. It's good. Has a metal band that, that you made me think you made me think of a drift at sea. Has a metal band ever done like a music video on like a ship out in the middle of the ocean? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I think that might be a cool setting. But <laughs> another thing that I really yeah. liked about Death Runner is at two twenty. Okay. The strings. Oh yeah also surprising in like a different manner mm-hmm. <laughs> going gnarly lows to highs to string quartets also like just before that the lyrics are brutal how do you live with your life or how do you live your life you hypocrite how do you lie for the sake of it the one better off in the casket the one who's as toxic as toxic as acid. I I remember hearing that. I was like, ooh, that's that's good. And you think about the breakdown that comes after this empty space part. 250. 250. 245, maybe. Yeah. The meow, meow. Like that sound. Yeah. Yeah. This is it's just such a unique I Honestly, I don't think I've listened to a band that has this u- this unique of a sound in a while where I could like adequately like compare them to somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you said buried alive. It kind of has that same esque type sound. Uh well, with, with, just, with just like from the like the short clip. Yeah, yeah, just from the short clips I've seen, maybe like the breakdown sections of it for yeah. sure. But yeah, you're right. Vale Maya is really hard to compare to anybody. It's a mm-hmm. it's maybe, just, just one band. Maybe if you're like splitting hairs after the burial, maybe. There's like one song that I can think of. I can't think of any. You know the band though, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh Lost in the Static. No. Nope. Never mind. No, never mind. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing compares to Vale of Maya. It's their, they're their <laughs> own thing. All right. I apologize for even mentioning I can't it. you said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, I honestly thought that song was a little bit more choppy, but it's not. It's does, does not compare to this. <laughs> You had um, five, you said? Yeah, Redford, Death Runner, uh, Synthwave Vegan. And this note that I make makes no sense, so I'm going to listen to it. 
while you're thinking of that. Yeah. I was reading the YouTube comments for the video and it said, never has a song with vegan in the title had so much beef. <laughs> oh, I, okay. So same feeling, I guess, as that comment. My comment is just, I like how it's at a 10 the whole time. This whole song is just straight, just at a 10. They turned it up. That is true. Yeah. That, that was just the feeling I got from it. It was just, there's no, it's unrelentless. Uh, yeah. So there's that. So Red First, Synthway Vegan, Death Runner, uh, Artificial Dose at 55 seconds. It's got a great chorus in it. Yeah. It was just like smooth rhythm, which is opposite from like the verses of that just super choppiness. Uh, and then I said, interesting how the mood shifts at the end. I wish I would have put a timestamp because I don't know necessarily what I meant by that. Oh, that's what it was. It was the lyrics that I was talking about. So in the chorus where he's singing, well, I guess they do it. They do it before that as well. But he says thrown to the wolves and disavowed let me go or I'm finished now thrown to the wolves and disavowed and then it at the end there it kind of shifts into I am the wolf come face me now so like instead of like being thrown to the wolves now he is the wolf um, mm -hmm. so I just like the the shift and the imagery uh, that he portrays there and then in reconnect or connect also depending on how you read it with the brackets which is it's funny because you know you got mother the name of the album has the brackets so you think they're going to do that a little bit more and then it's just one song that they kind of did the same thing with yeah uh but this intro okay maybe i lied maybe there is a band you can compare it to and i'm not the expert on this band that I'm about to mention, and I know you like this band, so you might be able to maybe validate my description of it. What song are we on? Reconnect. Okay. Does this intro sound like Dance Gavin Dance? I can see it. Okay. Like I said, I don't listen to Dance yeah. Gavin Dance all that much, but I was I feel like you've shown me some songs that had that, not the same intro, whittly. but it had that whittliness. And I kind of was like, you know, that's pretty whittly. Yeah, I could, I could, yeah, I see it. Okay, cool. And then at 45 seconds, the guitars get absolutely filthy, which turns into the beautiful clean vocals. And just, like I said, once again, that's just that whole difference between filthy nasty guitars and just beautifully clean lyrics almost ethereal with the effects they they put on these vocals yeah i'm surprised i didn't add this as a favorite because it has that kind of like laziness to it mm -hmm. one thing so when i said it 45 seconds this guitar I know we, we were talking about like muddiness. I feel like this would be more of like a muddy guitar, but like in a good way, you know, 
when we were talking earlier. It's mm-hmm. like those lows are really kind of mucky, but in a good, like, in a good type of mud. Yeah, the more I'm listening to Reconnect, the more I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about this band. I, I, I might have to go back and listen to some old Vale of Mile just so I can get like a reference into what you were saying. But I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I put maybe more so for the listeners. I put Lost Creator. This intro is like more classic Veil of Maya. Okay. They kind of like metalcore type of sound. Even though they're not really metalcore, but yeah. That that type of riff that sounds like more like classic Veil of Maya. Yeah, this sound is a lot different than the rest of the album. Yeah. I'll think of a, a song or two. Have you click on it? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I still really liked it. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it like a 7.8. Okay. Not quite an 8. But not average. By any means. (laughs) I am going to give it a 9. Oh, baby. I know. It being like my first I guess real taste of Vela Maya I really I really enjoyed the sound and if this is like the path they keep taking for it I will probably listen to them a lot more yeah I think they're going to be sticking with this sound yeah I, I think it's a solid a solid sound for them I, I like I said it's the guitar itself just just that aspect of it kept me interested because it's I haven't heard a band or I haven't found a band that that is their, do I want to say identity? It Because it almost is. Like that's like throughout the whole album, that super choppy guitar was in almost every song. But it wasn't just random. It was deliberate. So like deliberate choppiness. Uh yeah, I think I think their guitar work is is probably what really easily identifies them. Yeah. For sure. And what I appreciate about the band is like they're changing, they've changed their sound, but they didn't they didn't go soft. You know, like some bands do. Like if they yeah. like if a band adds singing, it's like okay, it kind of softens the sound up, but these guys the singing parts are softer, but the the whole feel of the band overall is still like incredibly heavy also. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like they sacrificed heavy for the sake of clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say. Me too. So uh, thanks for listening guys. We'll check you on the next episode. See you.